Welcome to the Marvel DNC Evolution Podcast with myself, Andy Stead. And I'm Jarian Gibson. And I'm Alex Stroud. And we are joined today by the uh, lovely Barbs. How are we doing, Barbs? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. You've joined us for a very specific reason today. And um, as we had uh, RMC on the other week talking about his favourite character, you're on this week talking about your favourite character. And we'll dive into that very, very shortly. Um, But just uh, hello to anybody that's... um, that's watching tonight um we'll uh, we'll try and shout you out as we go along and obviously if you've as always if you've got anything that you want to bring to the table please do so um we've got a couple of things to discuss before we start talking about our subject um but just quickly last week it's good to get back to good to get back to marvel <laughs> <laughs> i felt like a stranger last week although alex had a whirl of a time talking about dc with paul um mm-hmm. It was, uh, it, and it was nice. And uh, the whole week was good. Uh, the whole weekend was good, wasn't it? Last weekend's uh, DC takeover. That was really great to have that kind of. And it was really buzzing, wasn't it? Like there was posts. Everyone was posting. Everyone was commenting. It was really good, and it was nice. I think that everyone got that opportunity to talk about something different. So um, it was a good weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I didn't actually think that we had as many DC fans in the group as we do. So I was a little bit surprised by that. But yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It just goes to show that that you know, generally speaking, we're all just sort of nerds and no. pop culture <laughs> and, po- and pop culture fans. Like it kind of doesn't really matter. We might have a preference that we like one thing, yeah. but actually, we like it all. Really, you know, if we like Marvel, we're probably like DC. We probably like Star Wars. We probably like Lord of the Rings. We probably like, you know, what I mean, it, and it kind of it, they all carry over, don't they? So um, that's good. Um, hello, Jamie. How you doing? Hello, Lisa. They're both there. As always, our stalwarts to the uh, to the show on a Sunday night. Um, so yeah, so let's uh, let's get cracking, in, Jaren. I know we've got a couple of decent news bits to talk about today, haven't we? Yeah, we do. Um, the first one is is uh, Moon Knight. Uh, some of the the media and the reviewers were able to see the first four episodes. So there's been a lot of good reviews about that. I've heard the Mummy, Indiana Jones. I've heard. Uh, Fight Club, you know, a lot of good references uh, about the story. And I guess they're saying the end of episode four was a crazy pivot. So it sounds like we're in for a treat. Um, I've heard, you know, nothing but good things about it. Um, And one of the major themes, like we saw before, is that this is not attached to the current MCU. So this is basically a, well, not, not attached, I just say as it's not tied to like Stark didn't create another villain. There's no like tie into anything else right now. Um, it's part of the current MCU. It's just that there's nothing that set it up in before right yet. Um, so that's what they mean by it's not attached. It's a different way. And it, it's going down the dark path for the MCU. Mm. Yeah, I, I saw um, a post the other day where somebody had taken a snippet from the trailer and they've got the um, global relocation program. Yep, that was Dave logo yeah dave done it oh, it's dave yeah so he done it in the back so obviously it goes it shows that it was um uh it's situated after you know in the, like you said in the current mcu which is good but i like the fact that it hasn't had to rely or it's not going to rely on anything that's already happened you know it like you yep. said it's not oh look here's another villain that's stolen some of tony's 
like lost tech or something like that this is something on its own and it's going to stand on its own so that's uh that's good um hello justin justin's on there as well how you doing mate so you're um, gonna probably have to watch the group chat because i'm not seeing the facebook group uh chat again for some reason if this is it's been sometimes I, it works I don't see the chat either sometimes it doesn't but i don't see it in the in the app so if, if you keep an eye on the chat i'll do be the good. best i can i'll do the best i can <clears throat> to shout these people out um yeah, I, and didn't you? Uh, didn't I see something the other day? They were saying about the length of the episodes. They look like they're just going to get progressively longer for the first four or five episodes, from forty-five minutes up to fifty-five minutes. Yeah, so you're seeing that for the length, uh, about forty-five to fifty-five minutes average there for the first four. Um, and then back to the one tie-in thing. There has been rumors of Bruce Banner showing up um, as well for the series. Um, no one said anything about the current four episodes, but there were some articles out there that there's some hints that banner may show up and you know as we've seen with shang chi and we've seen with some other stuff maybe banners the new kind of person starting to reach out or, or form something you know we'll kind of see um but uh there's also the article out there as well about uh, uh oscar isaac talking about how he wants to go into midnight suns um but a little different spin on it he wants to have daredevil as part of the team as well so that's mm. interesting yeah i think we'll see a different team for the for the Midnight Suns than what we're used to seeing in the source material. But um but yeah, no, that'd be uh that'd be cool to get that kind of that darker team together. Yep. Yeah, if, if I look at the roster right now based on what we know, um probably Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. maybe Wong, um Punisher is rumored to come back with, with John Bernthal, um Moon Knight, War by Night, Blade, Man Thing is rumored to have a show coming next year for the special um, and then maybe Agatha taking over the role of Topaz, who's kind of the magic person in that series and the comic books, and then possibly them adding Daredevil, and then we'll see if any other characters come in through Blade's movie, or, or Black Knight as well will be on the roster most likely, yeah. and see if Blade's movie adds anyone like Hannibal King or if Morbius will cross over from the Sony Spider-Man universe. So it'll be interesting to see what the actual official lineup will look like yeah, in the MCU. Sure. We've spoken about that. I know me and Alex have spoken about the uh, uh, MI13 um, sort of team as well, potentially coming in. So there could be some sort of some sort of mix of the two of the two groups there. Um, Justin's just said that uh, it seems like Bruce and Carol are involved with learning about historical artifacts of yep. immense power. Uh, if Moon Knight is delivered, uh, is delving into archaeology banner showing up would make sense yep. so yeah obviously we had at the end of shang chi uh bruce and carol talking about the bands didn't we about the rings and saying about that they're ancient artifacts etc so yeah and the beacon yeah the beacon yeah sorry guys <laughs> it I was wasn't me this time I, yeah i was, was trying to get the chat up that way i could like see the chat but it's really that, was, that was really clever of me I was, I was practicing my ventriloquist act <laughs> <laughs> I was talking through here just then. Um, yeah, I've I've got it up. I've got my muted because it is a little bit yeah. a, little, a little bit delayed. Um, yeah, so so yeah, those guys uh, like like Justin said, yeah, Bruce turning up would kind of make sense. Yeah, and then speaking of uh, Moon Knight, uh, I did a little something custom here. So let me take this guy Ooh, yeah, out we've first. Yeah, we're waiting to see this. I did make a custom. There is no Lego Moon Knight yet, but I did make a custom. Moon Knight hey. Lego. So the, the yeah, the body is a mummy base. Um, <laughs> and then the head is from one of the Injago characters. And then I found a Lego cape, a white cape, and then the hood. So 
I also have another face form that I don't have with me that it's like half mask on, half mask off face. Um, but I did rec recreate a thing from the comics of Moon Knight stealing oh, yes. the Hell Charger. So because awesome. the cape's on, I, I can't put them in it. But I have the Hell Charger mm -hmm. from the newer Ghost Rider set. I have an extra Hell Charger that I found on eBay for cheap. And so, yeah, kind of crossing over the <laughs> comics in Lego uh him stealing the hell charger so i, I want to see i want to see more of that i want to see more comic um scenes comic, i want to see more comic panels in lego that's your task joe okay i'll do more <laughs> of those then <laughs> that's your task that should be a feature every week we need to see a new comic panel in lego <laughs> um yeah that's wicked i do you know what something that i've i've learned about actually in the last I don't know, six months or so that this is that this customizing lego thing is like is a real thing like, i didn't even realize yep. some of the stuff that people do is absolutely incredible you know and they they're building these special sets that just don't exist yeah and they get, gather all the pieces ah oh, amazing absolutely yeah you amazing. can go out there and, and find pieces there's also third-party lego stuff that's non-official lego that you can get too that actually has some of these characters but they aren't official lego pieces and then you have the mocks as well so like for example there's like there's custom Avengers towers out there where people will take the old Avengers tower pieces, the new Avengers tower pieces, combine those to make a huge one. They've also like modified the Sanctum as well. So I've seen some Sanctum mocks out there. Um, and you know, like the bus they have of like of like Venom and Carnage and uh, Iron Man. Mm -hmm. um, there's like a the whole all the Guardian ones are out there. There's a miniature like a, a standing Groot one out there. So people are doing them, and you can go out on Bricklink and they they basically design them. Um, and there's a design app for it. And then you can basically find all the parts from like sellers, either used or news parts all through Bricklink. And that's how I got some of these parts. And then some of the parts, like I'm making the custom Galactus. I still haven't built yet. I have all the pieces finally for it. I'm going to build a custom Galactus and a surfer as well. So how big is that going to be out of interest? Um, probably about, um, six to eight inches tall, maybe. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. So pretty good nice. size. And I already have the surfer already. I think I said you guys in our chat. Where I found a white surf or a silver surfboard and an all silver character, but I put a hood on him too because I kind of like the hooded look. You know, he doesn't have a hood, but mm. I think it looks kind of cool with the hood on him. Yeah, nice. Jamie likes it. He said you're an artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant. Love it. Love a bit of Lego. Um, actually, if you've seen those Harry Potter ones, the big the big Harry Potter minifigs they have in the set, there's like Harry Potter and somebody else. The Galactus is that same size as those ones. Mm. Because some of the parts that people have done have been mocked off of that. So nice, nice. I, yeah, that's that's gonna be great. I love it. Next week, yeah. <laughs> um, I might have one done next week. I might have Galactus next week. We'll, we'll see. Oh, so nice. Yeah, We're looking, forward, looking forward to seeing that one, then, mate. Looking forward to seeing one. Right, moving on, moving swiftly on, because the next bit is going to take a probably a little bit longer than the next little piece of news, I think. Yep. So we we finally got you know we've gotten some Miss Marvel teasers, but we finally got a full trailer for Miss Marvel. And it's gotten mixed results because of her power set. But all the reviewers and the scoopers and the insiders that I read, they say, wait until you see the show. Don't judge it on just the trailer um, because the trailer was interesting. And even the trailer cover had vibes from her original comic book run as well. Um, the same cover of her sitting on the lamp, on the lamp uh, or the light post looking out across the city and so forth. So I wonder if they're going to pull heavily from that, that series. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with their power set. Um, I think in the trailer, um, they did show off a lot of her bioluminescence ability that she can do. And for me, if they did modify her power set a lot, it might need to go 
more along with uh, the cosmic route because she said cosmic in the trailer. You know, she even said that. And then she's heavily rumored to be in the Marvels movie where we know we're going to have um, Monica Rambeau. We're going to have Carol Danvers. Um, potentially, we might see some other cosmic characters. Um, the latest rumors I've heard that possibly Nova and possibly Blue Marvel may show up as well in that movie. Um, so, I don't know if I'm sure. Blue yeah, Marvel. Blue Marvel and Nova might show up as well to round up that cosmic cast. But uh, yeah, we, we saw some of her in Beginning in the trailer. We saw some of her, um, you know, the cosmic piece with the lights, the constructs maybe. But uh, it's interesting to see what they actually make her power sets. Um, it it kind of, to me, um, reminds me of her original comic book run where when the Terrigen bomb first went off, she went to the cocoon and she had a dream. And in that dream, she's, she's a big fan fan of Captain Marvel, of, of Carol Danvers. But also in the dream was Tony Stark and Steve Rogers as well. Um, and in that dream, she actually was in the Miss Marvel, the old Miss Marvel. So Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel, in her red shash, the, the black costume with the lightning bolt. Um, she was shapeshifted into that in her dream. And then in her dream, they were talking to her and that kind of stuff. So I wonder if some of the stuff that we see in the trailer um, is her in that dream when she does her transformation. Um, one thing we, we did see in the tra in the trailer is that she has the the bangle on her wrist, uh, which is a family heirloom. Um, but it, it looks like that could be the replacement for the Terrigen Mist, um, and that may simply just unlock her powers, um, you know, by her DNA or, or so forth. But everything I keep seeing says wait and see. So it, it does seem like there's some misdirection going on, and possibly what we see in that trailer is probably like the first in the first episode, and maybe that's her. Um, having that dream, why she's going through her her metamorphosis for her powers to activate type thing. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see this. I was less interested after I saw the trailer, mm -hmm. and then I watched um, a TED talk with her creator. And if you've not seen it, I've posted it to the group. Check it out. It's about 12, 13 minutes long, but it's a really good um, a really good. I mean, a, a TED talk is a, is is fantastic anyway. Just simply the fact it's a TED talk, but uh, the fact that there's Marvel in it as well, and the fact that it's current because it's talking about a new show and or a character that's coming out in a new show is even more is even you know even better. But um, she was she was saying that when it came out, she said it, it hit the trifecta of things that were going to make it doomed to fail, and that was it was a new character, it was a female, and it was she was a minority. Yep. She was it was just it was. About, it was gonna fail, and it actually then became Marvel's best-selling um, comic of the century, or something or other. Um, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was really interesting to hear what she was saying. Um, and she was saying that basically uh, Kamala Khan's um, reason as to why she's a hero isn't—it um, doesn't come out of trauma. So, like when, like generally speaking, that the mold for a superhero is something bad happens they become mm -hmm. a hero yep. where that didn't happen in the comics for, for Kamala Khan. Like she's still got a family. She's still got a good support network. Like nothing bad is happening. Um, and, and she becomes this, she just, she becomes a hero and basically fights the establishment. You know, yep. it's sort of, um, uh, the, the sort of, uh, you know, power to the people type, um, movement. And I really, and then I was like, oh, actually, now I'm interested again, <laughs> you know. So if it can be like, be like that, you know, I'd be, I'd be uh, really interested to see it. And um, she almost seems like one of those characters that wants to be a hero to be a hero. 
like not because you know like they've got some backstory they just genuinely want to be like they want to be a good person they want to help people yep. yeah you know and and yeah. you see as she goes through her her trials and tribulations that her culture her her family life and, and doing the right thing and and that kind of stuff weighs on her she's a teenager as well and she's kind of like a I wouldn't say a sheltered teenager, but she's a teenager that her family is protective of because of their culture and so forth and and that. But she's a teenager who wants to, you know, go out and go to parties and, and that kind of stuff. And that's how she actually got her powers in the comics. Originally, she snuck out, went to a party, and then the, the Terrigen bomb went off. And then while she was in the cocoon, um, she had that dream. When she came out of the cocoon, she was shapeshifted into Carol Danvers, Miss Marvel, and actually saved one of her classmates from drowning by using her in Biggany. Um, but you know, a lot of people think, you know, the first thing that they think about Miss Marvel is her embiggening powers, but she also has healing factor. Uh, in fact, there's, a um, in the, one of the comic runs, uh, Wolverine actually taught her how to use her healing power, um, in that. So she has some crossover there. Um, she can only use her healing power when she's herself. So if she shapeshifted into someone else, she can't use her healing power. Um, she has bioluminescence, you know, the embiggening, the elasticity, um, size al al uh, alteration, biomass manipulation. So she has a wide range of power set. So again, it'll be interesting to see what they show. And we all know typically with Marvel, when they show us something, it's something in the very beginning. We don't see act two, act three. It's always act one type of stuff as well. So, mm. you know, everything that we see in the trailers about her power set and people complaining, I think it's either a dream um, or she's just figuring out her power set early on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we watched Turning Red the other day. Pixar's new movie. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. I love um, red pandas. I want to turn to one. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we watched it. My wife absolutely loves red pandas. Their favorite animal. It's always the first, always the last stop, actually, at the zoo. When we go to the Same. Zoo, it's the last stop. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, point is, is, if you haven't seen that movie, if you're watching, listening, you haven't seen that movie, that is very much that sort of coming of age, you know, that sort of young teenage girl finding yeah. herself, finding out who she is, finding out, you know, what her sort of strengths and weaknesses are and all of that kind of stuff and becoming becoming a young a, a young woman. And um, it looks like, I mean, Disney and Disney, you know, it looks like they've kind of doubled down on that theme yep. this year because it looks like that's what this this show's going to be like i was chatting yeah. to somebody in the group the other day and they said oh this is going to be a great opportunity for me to sit and watch this with my with my daughter and i was like yep. yeah that's exactly what it is you know it it shouldn't it shouldn't always be you know blokes in their sort of 30s that are that are the hero you know there's there's there's, there's other people that can be heroes yep different audiences what, too so yeah yeah exactly yeah it's gonna it's gonna reach a different demographic so i think that's brilliant bringing different people in so uh, i don't know what um anybody's thoughts are about what miss marvel is while we're we're going to probably move on in a second to the to our main subject today but if you've got any miss marvel thoughts chuck them in um lisa said she loves turning red yeah, yeah. we all did well, one last thing too before we move on um if you don't know miss marvel um there's if you have marvel limited there's like a 17 run comic series that, that's really good um, that's the one that goes through something they talked about. So that, that's like the original run of hers. Um, also, Disney Plus, um, Marvel Rising series. She's in Avengers Assemble episode. She's in the Spider-Man episodes. There's the 616 um, that Jimmy said in the group chat as well that talks about her as well. So there's all kinds of sources out there where you can go check out either Disney Plus or through Marvel Unlimited. Um, she's part of the champion. She's a young, uh, young Avenger. She was on the Avengers, all that kind of stuff. So. And she was one of the main characters in the um, Avengers game last year. Yep, exactly. I, I just know her from the game. 
<laughs> Which it was that game is so awful, by the way. It is. So oh, yeah. I, I swear, I tried to play it like two or three times, and I got to the part that you're already playing with Iron Man, blah blah blah. blah. I just got, I, I couldn't, I just got bored. Yeah, you know, exactly that. It was great for about five minutes, and I was like, oh, this is the best game I've ever played. And then after yeah. about five minutes, you're like, oh. It's the same thing over and over and over yeah. and over again. It doesn't matter who you are either. Like you mm -hmm. change character and it's just the same thing again. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Even the, the Avengers, the Lego Avengers, I have it like for my Nintendo Switch. Even that one is better. Yep. Like, yeah, and yeah. it's like mini Lego figures, you know, when at the beginning you play like with the Guardians and everything. It's really cool. But yeah, uh, but yeah I just know Kamala from that. Mm. From the game. I, played... I don't know anything about her. I need to read a bit though. I haven't played the Avengers game, but my son just got it for the Xbox and it keeps him busy for hours. So, you know, that works out good for me. <laughs> uh, Justin's just before, while we're talking about Miss Marvel, then Justin said that uh, so long as Marvel makes her motivation admirable and noble, he's all in, even if, uh, even if she is um, cosmic based powers. But yeah, I like, I like that, you know, um, those kind of uh, very uh, clear lines between right and wrong. You know, um, and, and, and it seems like with these these series that Marvel's doing something for everyone because Moon Knight is going to be more adult oriented, you know, more mature audience. Where as Miss Marvel can have the younger audience and, and the kids as well, so they're doing a nice mixture of, of shows also. And obviously, we got the date as well, June eighth. Yep, June eighth. They said the yep, the official date for that to launch. So it will overlap with um, the last penultimate episode will be released the same week as Love and Thunder comes out. Yeah, and I believe Obi Wan might overlap as well with it. Uh, yeah. Yes, this yes, it will, it will, because yeah, uh, is Obi Wan six episodes as well? It is, and Obi Wan's the end of May as 25th, well, so it, it's gonna, it's gonna yeah. overlap. Well, that'd be fun. We'll have double. No, it's not. It's not May fifth. It's the end of May. I thought they yeah, didn't do the 25th, May fifth. Twenty fifth. Yeah, okay, twenty fifth. Okay, I think you said fifth. Yeah. 25th. Um. Yeah. So we're definitely gonna yeah. overlap with that. So. Cool. Um, making money. Yeah, they make yeah, money. It's one after the other. It doesn't matter which universe it is. No, I don't. We we was talking about this a little while ago, weren't we? About the amount of subscribers that they've that they've got it was. Oh, how can they? How can it make them? How can they keep making these shows? Well, they keep making these shows because they've got like a hundred and forty million people paying them seven dollars, six seven pound, whatever it is, a month, and it comes out to about six hundred million dollars a month. That's how they can afford to do it. Yeah. Not, and, not to mention all the additional stuff, Hulu, ESPN, all that. Yep. Additional oh yeah, yeah. Let's not go into that because yeah, that's, that's just TV plus. We don't even talk about the parks or yeah. you know anything. Oh like yeah, yeah. And not exactly. to mention they're adding uh, an ad based tier as well to have a lower based tier also. So that's probably going to even increase the membership numbers. Mm, yeah they'll be everywhere soon they'll be everywhere yeah. is it a good thing is it a good thing if they get everything you know and everything's monopolized under one under one roof it, you know there needs to be uh challenge doesn't there you know that's why um uh you know like talking last week you know dc it's good that there's that competition because not like as long as it's healthy competition it doesn't have to be a direct contrast to what something else is but there needs to be something else other than everything under the one roof you know otherwise i don't know i think they get a bit complacent get a bit it's, stale it's it's money yeah of course it's and you yeah. gotta think too that that sony own, owning the spider-man rights also kind of keeps them honest a little bit too as well so because they yeah. have to work with them they have to you know go through that exercise of that so yeah for sure share 
Hey, Fred. How you doing? I see you now. Um, oh, we're gonna. While you're there, Fred, we're gonna talk about your uh, AOD as well in a little while. We discussed that as well because we thought that was very relevant for what we're talking about tonight. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention too: she does have superhuman strength, also, and durability. So, Miss Marvel. Just... Yes, I forgot <laughs> to mention that. I thought she was talking about Barb's for a minute. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I think I do have it. When it comes to Thanos, watch out. She's, you know, she's out yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, no, you're, you're overselling my knowledge, okay? You're overselling. Your passion for Thanos. I'll say that. Then. Yeah, my passion is massive. Now, my knowledge, I don't know. And talking about that, then, let's get stuck into what we was, uh, what we've invited you on to talk about. Um, so, as we said, you know, we had, um, we had Jamie on a few weeks ago talking about Moon Knight. We had RMC to... Uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about Wolverine and you're here Barb's to talk about who? Thanos the Mad Titan yay I'm so excited <laughs> well, go well there's a reason for it so remember the little uh quiz we had not quiz the contest for the Funkos I came to realize that I only talk about Thanos because everyone in their answers was like well the hardest one is Thanos because Barb's let's I mean, and I thought because there was a lot of a lot of talk about Thanos after the movie Eternals came out, and there was also rumors Josh Brolin said that Thanos is gonna come back. So one plus one, why not talk about it? And because we are gonna have other villains now, so we need to put Thanos to rest. But again, and now mentioning uh, Fred Carmichael's uh, post today, they agree. In, was perfect. It wasn't the perfect timing. And talking about that, he is a villain, he's an iconic villain. Everybody knows who Thanos is, but what do you know about him? What do you know in MCU? And then obviously they can't go and pick up everything like in the comics because that would be insane and really, really dark. <laughs> so that's why I was telling Justin today, I think they made Thanos a softie. Like, I've been reading a lot of Thanos cosmic, uh, comics this past week, like getting ready for this and rereading some stuff. I only saw Thanos being nice once. Once. And in MCU, what do you have? A sentimental Thanos. He cries for Gamora, even though he does it, but he doesn't take pleasure of doing it. He tortures Nebula. He doesn't take pleasure. It's a means to an end, okay? In the comics, he's crazy. He's crazy, he tortures, he kills for pure pleasure. And besides, like, the stop me because I'm on a rant, I'm gonna go on. So, if you're carry on, you carry on, no, carry on. I think that we didn't have any chance to see Thanos. I know we saw brief cameos in post credit scenes and this and that, but what do you know from MCU Thanos? He was never mentioned as an eternal, people are assuming he's an eternal. Now the arrow said, I'm Thanos' brother. And people that read the comics, they know Thanos was an eternal, okay? But Thanos had a different origin in the comics, really different. He was born. And now we, what we saw in the Eternals, we, we had a lot of theories and we talked about it a lot. Maybe Arisham was lying to Cersei. Maybe they weren't made. But me personally, I don't think so. I think Thanos was made. And I think that the Eternals opened the door for flashbacks to explain the origin stories of characters. 
And with the rumor of him coming back, sorry, I was trying to read the comments, but I can't keep up. Carry on, <laughs> so I'll read that. You, you probably come back. I was thinking like, I was even talking about this today, like maybe in Eternals 2, you can have a brief cameo, but through flashbacks, when Eros tries to explain who I am, what happened on Titan, I, I'm still on my theory. I really am on my theory that Thanos was part of an Eternals team settled in titan to do exactly what the eternals were doing on earth but arisham decided to play a bit with thanos like he played with the deviants and he played with the eternals he did something there and thanos came up and then thanos found out and he decided to do things on his own will i still think they could turn around the story and try to amend the fact that eternals said they are not human beings they are not born so I think they can like give a twist on that. Hmm. There's I, a lot, can see, a lot to yeah. unpack there. No, go on, Joe. <laughs> I yeah. told you to stop me. No, 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 it's all right. We'll I, go back. We'll track back. It's fine. I can see two, two, like a divergence of Eternals uh, in the MCU. You know how the Titan-based Eternals, who were actually were born, who Thanos' story about, you know, he's been there with what happened with Titan and that kind of stuff, and maybe. Erishem saw that, and that's why we have the Eternals who think they're from Olympia, um, and that they are actually um, robots, basically, um, mm -hmm. on that side. So I could see a split of that, and that's where, um, you know, Alars' father, Star Fox, his brother, um, they're all actually were born. You know, Thanos does have that that um, mutation, um, the, you know, the way he looks, and then you have the other faction, because maybe they could even go to the route that maybe the eternals or i'm sorry the celestials were the ones who said no you can't stop this from happening on titan maybe there was a partial emergence or or something else and that's where thanos got set on his path and then you saw these celestials go off and start doing a different path i, I guess see it somewhere along lungs of that and then on your statement about him in the mcu i completely agree because even if you don't read in the comics and you just go watch the cartoons of where thanos is fighting the avengers with a gauntlet and he's like i'm so badass that I'll use one stone at a time to fight you. That's a good thing you need to see with Thanos fighting. If, if you don't see anything else, go watch. Uh, it's either Avengers Assemble or Earth Mighty's Heroes, one of the two, where they fight Thanos. And he's like so so smug, so badass. It's like it's one stone at a time. I'm not going to use the full power of the gun. And he's basically whooping them too until they figure out tactics to fight him. Isn't that the one where Tony like basically is just like reading the energy of the stones and he's basically just like Thor, go hit him. And then they yep. find out Asgardians get stronger <laughs> as they age and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting episode of that show. Um, but, but you uh, see his motivations, too, because one more thing about that in, in the comics, uh, he's infatuated with death, which, yeah. you know, we saw him smile about courting death, you know, at the end of the first Avengers. Yeah. but. That whole side thing is it was too dark is, back then. Yeah, I think you was was rainbows and unicorns back then, and now we're getting into the more dark side. So I think they could at least small backstory just because Thanos suffered a lot. Okay, that that's why I like him. It's he suffered a lot, and even though they tried to give him like a reasoning for what he was doing, which makes sense, you know, in movies it makes sense, but in the comics. He, his mother tried to kill him as soon as he was, he was born. Like, and then she went completely mad. By the way, fun fact, I read today a comic and his true name is Dion. I've never read that. Thanos. So his mom, when he was born, she just 
sent have, his knee to him. Yeah, I had read that actually at some point. Now you've said it, I've I do remember saying seeing that. I've I don't I've never read the comic, but I've read that. Like, yeah, it's in the somewhere. the Cosmic Ghost Rider run that I'm reading now, Angry and then when present Thanos goes into the future to see old Thanos. The only way he believes it's him is when he says, your real name is Dione, blah, 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 blah. So, fun fact, weird name. So, anyway, so, 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 quick question. Could Hela replace Mistress Death in the MCU? I could. wanted that. I wanted that. Wouldn't that I think be nice? I think, that. I think that's quite an abstract comic for uh, 2020. Uh, sorry, abstract. <laughs> To, an abstract idea for 2020s um it, it, it's it's a bit psychedelic isn't it so when that sort of happened when that when that was when that was around people were sort of tripping anyway so it was <laughs> it was it was like to be in love with death was like oh yeah i can see that happening where now it's i think that's quite an odd thing for people to wrap you know wrap their head around yeah yeah and it makes sense i mean like i was telling justin today thanos when he got the gauntlet in the comics he destroyed half of the universe. He didn't give up. He didn't give his gauntlet away. And I've I've been reading bits here and there, and I'm on a run. I don't know the name of uh, Infinity Siblings, whatever. Arrows goes and gets Thanos to fight Kang. And there's a specific part that Kang says, uh, not even me, Kang, wants to uh, face Thanos. Because even without the gauntlet, Thanos was... Like he did a lot of experiments on himself. On himself, besides, he's an eternal. So everything the Eternals have, like durability, strength, speed. I'm not talking Makari. I'm talking speed, uh, strength, etc. Thanos has all of that, and he did a lot of experiments in the comics, like to make him better. And he was really, really smart, and he played with technology like mm. massively. So there's a run that. Heroes go and try and get Thanos to help them fight Kang. In the in this one is Eros, and there's another one which is actually my favorite is uh, Nebula and Eros, Star Fox, and the Champion and Thane. So Thanos' son. Uh, they go and they defeat Thanos, but then Thane has the power of the Phoenix. So I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the mutants, with Phoenix, with I don't I don't know. It's just the power of the Phoenix. So Thanos is sick, he is dying, and then Eros, Nebula, and Champion go back and they're like, We need your help. We need your help. You need to be a good guy for now. You need to go get your powers back. And that and I was really hoping like a near appearance of him in the future in MCU, like Thanos, you're a bad guy because multiverse is here, guys. Mm. So we don't know. And they could be like, there's only one person that can have the, the mindset to destroy someone like Kang. We need his help. Even if it's like a small cameo five minutes at the end. But also, too, there's a, a comic book where <clears throat> where Kang actually kills Thanos, has a skull in his hand. So it depends how they oh, play that out. It's my Funkos. Uh, yeah. I have Thanos with skulls. Hmm. Yeah, so King actually kills Thanos and has basically uh, Thanos' skull in his hand. 
So, yeah, but that's sad. I, I don't read the ones he loses. <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't make no, sense for no, no, me to read it. God Doom when he ripped his skull out. Ripped yeah. his spine out. Yeah. Listen, Squirrel Girl defeated Thanos. Okay? Yeah, she did. I don't read, I don't read comics um, where he loses. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't um, make just, sense. just going back on, I just like, want to go back on that kind of um, how evil and dark and twisted he was in the comics compared to sort of... Um, what did what did you say? What word did you use? He was in the in the MCU. What word did you use? Softy, Soft, <laughs> softy, right? So he's a softy mm-hmm. in the MCU. I'm not denying that he's not evil and dark, but I think he's probably more complicated in the MCU than he is in the comics. But it, there's a lot more to him. Why the hell is he crying? Yeah, like why is he crying? Like that. That's why. Why is he crying? There's a reason. He's not just evil. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're just evil, yeah. it's just very simple. You're evil. That's it. You know, put him over there. He's evil. He's nasty. He, he, he almost seems like a martyr. Like he's like willing to like martyr himself for this cause of like making the universe, you know, be in a better place with half of its population of every living thing. Basically, it almost makes you kind of wonder. It's like what what set him on that like noble goal in the MCU to, to like what what just drove him so hard in the MCU for that because he's so new. he was doing the right thing. As far yeah. as he was concerned, it was the absolute right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. So what was it that, like you said, what 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 set that? It was like his his passion, his life goal, you know? <laughs> his life's goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, he literally. Had, he, had, he had a 10-year plan. And had yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he literally got the gauntlet, and he was like, you know, like, I'm oh, I, I'm, I'm tempted to use it for other things, but I would really rather not. I've done my duty. Now I'm done with it. Like, now the stones are gone, you know? Mm-hmm. There's like a couple of the ring off into the, off the mountain, whatever. Yeah, there's a couple of lines in MC that I really like about uh, about he, the whole sort of process, and um, he says he says he's he's like, he's the only what, what does he say? He says something and he says I'm the only one who knows it. You know, he's the only person who can do it. He's the only person that's got the stones to do it. He's the only person that can cope with the the gravity of that situation of of the responsibility of taking oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know when he speaks to young Gamora in Soul World after he's clipped his fingers, and she says, "Oh, what does it cost?" and he says, "Everything. It cost me everything, and it did because his his plan wasn't to then be so like in the comics, like Bob said, he he gets the gauntlet, he snaps his fingers, and then hasn't he got like a massive throne like in space or on the moon? Yeah, or he created. It wasn't for him; it was for Mistress Death because right, even okay. though he snapped half of the universe, she still didn't talk with him. Yeah, like. In that in that specific one, like she never talks to him. She always talks to him through Mephisto or through mm-hmm. someone else, etc. But uh, but he doesn't give up, and he does. And he, he is like he even confesses to her, like I I didn't do this just for you, just to please you, but I wanted to be an equal. So I wanted to be grand, and I wanted to be the Almighty One, mm-hmm. and the things you do for love. I just want to read out here what Justin's, uh, we've got something Justin and Fred have said. So, um, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Justin was saying that we got a glimpse of uh, Softy Thanos in uh, What If. Mm-hmm. It was, how can I, like, like I said, like everything that I've been reading about Thanos, like he's a really bad guy. There was only one scene that I, I, I was like, oh, he's so nice. So he was trying, <laughs> no, it made, for me, he was nice. So he was trying to get... So the stones in the comics, that's why I made made a couple of posts the other day about the stones in the comics. Mm-hmm. 
So there's the time stone, it's with an elder, the gardener, okay? And Thanos appreciates beautiful things, okay? So when he gets there, he doesn't want to kill the gardener. He just tells, give me the stone because I appreciate the garden. I appreciate what you've done here. I don't want to destroy it, but I will if I have to. And and then the gardener said, obviously not. Bah, 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 they fight, and Thanos wins. But then it was like, this is a waste. I really didn't want to do this, you know? And and it was the only time that I saw him doing something because he had to, like killing Gamora, you know? Mm, yeah. But he didn't cry. He did it. He turned his back and he went to the other stone, you know? And in the comics, he was more of a schemist. Like, he mm. was really, really, he was 10 steps ahead of everyone. Like, like a 10 steps killer. ahead. And, and and in the MCU, I don't think he was. I don't think he was, especially when he found out about it was now I'm confused. Like in Endgame, it was future Thanos that died and then past Thanos came to the yeah, so and I mean he acted out of desperation at that point. I, I don't think he, he planned it properly. Hmm. I so, think it, it it wasn't really a plan at that point, was it? It was just he sort of jumped on an opportunity he saw. Um, it wasn't, he didn't even know yeah. what he was doing. He, at that point, he'd only just started thinking about gathering the stones, hadn't he? Uh, um, at that point, in fa- in that fantasy's time. But, and then he just saw this opportunity present itself. So he sort of dived in at it. Um, but yeah, I do think that, um, I do think that he's, uh, he's more layered in the MCU than I think he was in the comics. But I do totally agree with the fact that he, he was, he was more strategic in the comics and more um what's the word uh like um he had that kill that sort of killer instinct didn't he in the comics more um he's serial killer yeah yeah yeah, brutal. Like, yeah he said yeah Mass murderer. yeah just more to the point in the comics like he wouldn't he wouldn't sort of give anybody a chance uh there's um, a friend of mine always says like he, he loves when villains throw people around like sort of killers not not villains let's let's say killers you know if you've got like a killing robot why would a killing robot throw somebody across the room why wouldn't they just mm-hmm. kill them <laughs> and I yeah. think that's kind of the, yeah Alex gets what I'm trying to say the analogy yep. I'm trying to use like, 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 Ultron, what like your whole Thanos. purpose is to kill people why did yeah. you not kill them instantly like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think, well, it, it was like it was like when it? Thanos in the comics is that he's the, he's the killing robot that he's the killing robot that would just kill and then mm-hmm. Thanos in the MCU is the killing robot that would throw him across the room a few times before they try and kill him and then oh no in the him. comics he talks a lot in the comics he explains his whole life story before killing someone oh uh, every every villain has to monalog yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Toy with them yeah mm-hmm. sorry but sorry it, and you were trying to say something and I was no just I was saying if, if you could describe the killer thing think about what if when Thanos showed up and Ultron said hmm, interesting and instantly killed him that's Thanos in the comics <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, lazy yeah. writing. That's lazy writing, in my opinion. That's... No, I know what you mean. No, that is fan, that is Thanos in the in the comics, isn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, where do you think he's going to show back up at in, in the MCU? You know, Eternals two. Eternals, you think Eternals two possibly? Well, I can see as a flashback in Eternals two. Um, if they do bring Lady Death in, or Alex suggested, if they use um, Hella. Um, Hella as well. Um, it just depends if Hella go, you know, Valhalla when she died again, or is she somewhere else? Is one thing that they explain there since she's Asgardian. Yeah. Um, you the know, world does is floating in space. She could be yeah. floating in space somewhere. Could be too. Know? Yeah, yeah. I, honestly, um, I don't think it's gonna. It's gonna be. They are not gonna bring Ella. They are not gonna bring that love story. Thanos is pretty yeah. much done. The only thing is, we need to not sympathize with 
a villain. Like we all sympathize with Zemo, at least I do. You know, I with Thanos. You know, yeah. but the the thing is, for you to get to know more, I think it's just going to be like a flashback backstory, like Arrows, because Arrows is like Silver Tongue, so he talks things in a way and he tells the stories. He was like the he had his mouth covered in the comics by Thanos. Thanos was like, just shut up. And he covered his mouth. And he was still narrating the events, okay? Like, through the, the thoughts. And I think that's what he's going to do. They are going to be like, why should we trust you? You're Thanos' brother. And he's going to be like, well, I'm not like Thanos. So we grew up in Titan. Blah, 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 blah. And this happened and that happened. So it would be Jamie, really cool. because Jamie reckons comics, Deadpool 3. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie reckons that'd be, that'd be, yeah, but that'd I think Table is gonna come back too. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Braun has a couple more appearances, I think, in his in his contract uh, read a while back, so that he's not done. And so Cable makes the most sense, but he could be making a Thanos flashback appearance just, or even multiverse Thanos appearance. Just going on to the sympathizing with villains thing. Um I'm I'm not sure that there's many villains in the MCU that I don't sympathize with in some respect. Um, ego, maybe. Um, Hella. I don't sympathize with Hella. Hella. Yeah. I can. I can. She was. She was. She was the golden child with for 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 Odin until. Yeah, and then she was cast away because until yeah. he decided he wanted to change what his approach was, and he'd he'd brought her up in a certain way. She didn't know any different. He'd he'd fathered her to be this person, mm -hmm. and then when he decided as an adult to change what he wanted, she didn't fit that that um that story so he cast her away that's that's bad fatherhood if you ask me um, I, I i think another bad villain would probably be red skull too in the mcu yes good one yeah yeah. yeah yeah even even like ultron i know he's a bad not, villain or uh, one that you sympathize with no, no i'm saying not. like 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 he's not a sympathetic villain ah, okay. no, not one. Saying, yeah. What? yeah um but yes yeah, so, uh, and uh, yeah so yeah good shout alex skull um and, and Kree. who the Kree. the nice sympathize you can't sympathize at all through the captain Marvel Ronan? Movie, what, what, yeah you know. yes so at the moment yeah ronan's uh yeah i mean he's 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 a soldier isn't he he's a soldier he's been given a job to do so he goes out and does it i mean i wouldn't say you can sympathize with him but at least there's a reason behind what he's doing what the uh, fake mandarin the fake the fake mandarin. one what um trevor yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not Trevor, not Trevor, but um, Killian, Killian. Yeah, Aldrich. Um, yeah, again, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. He was treated like shit by Tony. Wasn't what about he? that villain Taskmaster, Jarian? What about that one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Drakov. Drakov, I do not sympathize with. Yeah, great. Drakov was a mob boss, basically in the MCU. Yeah, I do sympathize with uh, Antonia, um, because she was a pawn. You know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but was she really a villain, though, or more of a, of a pawn? A pawn. Uh, Dracoff was the real villain, which I don't sympathize with. And no, you know, do, do people stop. really? I was gonna say, do people really sympathize with Kingpin? I mean, I think people, I think people just like him from Daredevil. You know, like I don't really think people sympathize with him. I mean, King, Kingpin, you kind of in a way, because Kingpin was, you know, his his wife was kind of uh, a Renessa, his wife, girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. yeah um it, it's kind of his his soft spot and a lot of things his motives were for her and and, and to win her over you, you wow. see that multiverse or uh, into the multi or into the spider-verse you see it in the daredevil series on netflix 
when you see the digital or him in um, Hawkeye, you don't really know yet, but you can tell he's lost a lot. And, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. there's more to that. And we see what, what actually is going on there because I don't know if it was confirmed he was snapped or not uh, in the MCU. And it looks like he was trying to rebuild after the snap. Yeah. Maybe right. he lost everything during the snap. And then when he came back, but I, I sympathize with him. He was Justin, just trying to. Justin is sympathizing with Loki. And um, Jamie's, uh, I don't think Jamie's sympathizing with Claw. I think he's saying he doesn't sympathize with Claw. Mm, I don't. You can, clear that. you can clear it up if you want, Jamie, but I'm pretty sure we don't sympathize with Claw. But um, Loki's a good one because look, look at Loki's path. He was cast away, then yeah. he was adopted into a family. You can, you, you can yeah, Loki's That's whole, yeah, well, Killmonger big time, but Loki's entire arc, you can see mm. exactly why he's the way he is. And the same I, with I, Killmonger, yeah. <clears throat> I was just gonna say, I'd honestly make an argument that Odin's a worse father than Thanos is, <laughs> you know, like in the yeah. MCU, like, like, because I mean, he basically kidnapped Loki and then told him, like, oh, you're my son, well, you're, and then basically told him, like, as an adult, oh, yeah, by the way, you'll never rule this kingdom, you're not really my child, like, <laughs> but the whole thing that you've lived for, you know, I don't think he really kidnapped him though, because Loki was cast aside, left for dead, he took yeah. him in, so that part you can simplify, you can say Odin is better in that aspect, you know, but keeping Loki's history and that secret and that kind of stuff and kind of like, a, like almost like a bastard son that yeah, he part he is terrible about he mm. never told him he was an ice giant though yeah that's, that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah so yeah, you can yeah. see after basically after he rescued him everything else yes but the, yeah. the part of odin rescue him no uh, that's a story that i guess plays out a lot in real life though as well isn't it the the adoption yep. you know and not telling them that they're adopted and, yeah, i mean i don't know anybody that's that happened to personally but that must happen a lot all over the world uh, uh, sorry to 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 follow the same uh, train thought. Have you noticed that all the villains we've been talking about, we all know their backstories. Mm-hmm. We all know how they were raised since mm-hmm. they were kids. Yeah, true. Every single one we've been talking, except I don't know about Taskmaster, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, we know from the movie. Let's just mm-hmm. talk movies. Yeah, you know all of them. Mm-hmm. What about Thanos? He just yeah, showed up. You just showed up, you know, there's no, so we need that. We need mm-hmm. that because everybody will agree with me. He's the best when everybody knows what he went through. Mm. Yeah. You're not wrong there actually, Bob. So you say we, we, you can probably break down every, every villain's past. And, but then I, I guess having said that he's found he's past the fact that he's evil. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, cause we don't see any of that past. You just think, oh, well, he just must be evil then. Um, yeah. But know. we don't know what made him evil. No, that's right. Yeah. You don't. Basically, what you hear is that I told the people on Titan that we needed to kill half of them. They said I was crazy and it still happened. In the comics, it's not like that. So you have to, like many versions, but one is is exiled from Titan. He's ruling Titan with his allies, with his father and arrows. Okay. But then he decides he wants power. So they kick them out. And then he comes back and destroys it. Yeah, but, just, uh, he ends up destroying it. And there's another one. He ran away. He comes back and he destroys it. But you know that. You know is there. There's a good run. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's about him growing up. It was like his life story from the moment he was born until he was a kid. And then uh, when he was a teenager, when he killed his own mom, the trauma. Like he always wanted to know who he was inside, because as a child, he never wanted to kill. He never, 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 he, he avoided that feeling. So that's why he, 
he started doing experiments with different kinds of species, never killing humans because he just wanted to find out what's inside of me. Why am I different? And he got to a point that obviously he met a friend since he was a kid and it was Mistress Death. And you follow their growing up and she always on his side. And also in the comics, he got called Mad Titan, not only because he killed planets and all of that, but because he was talking alone all the time. And his crew members were like, what, what is he doing? He's, talk he's mad. Like he was, he was mad. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, but uh, I think we should know a bit more about Thanos. It would be really, really nice. So, yeah. one thing I just thought about for the one MCU, second, Brian, okay. one second, you come in. Justin's agreed with you, Bob. He just said excellent point. So, um, and I, and I agree with him as well. I think you they make an excellent point about the fact that we've not really seen that backstory. And as you said, we've just chatted about four or five villains and can tell tell you pretty much their backstory yeah. and how they've got to be how, to be the villain. Which is again why you then sympathise with them. But we haven't had that from Thanos. So again, good point. Jared. We already had a brief introduction to Kang in who uh, he who remains. He already mm -hmm. told a little bit of the story and the mm -hmm. first time he showed up and Thanos shows up and he just, I'm here to yeah. destroy the universe because, you know. <laughs> Go on, Jaren. What was you going to say, mate? Sorry. Yeah. So MCU Thanos, I could see them almost making him a scientist or an explorer because you just know that he, you know, how did he know that Titan, that he had to kill half of Titan for them to survive? How do you know that? So his background, he had to either witness that on other worlds as an explorer or he mm. was a scientist on Titan and saw the signs of the destruction mm. to come. So I can see that being part of his backstory. If we get a flashback, I, I don't, I'm not hundred percent sure if it's going to be an internals Two. you know, they may have another movie that could be seen as a sequel to it, but it could be called something else with eternals in it. Um, mm. to, you know, depending on that one, but I, I want to see an eternal sequel though, to, just to see where the story goes and what happens and how they get back. And then, of course, those flashbacks to explain those things. Because we know Arrow slash Star Fox is going to have to explain why Thanos was the way he was and why he's not like him. You know, it's he's funny. He's not trustworthy. Sorry, Alex. He's not trustworthy. Uh, Arrow's. He is not trustworthy at all. Oh, he's not. <laughs> he <laughs> is not. In the comics. <laughs> like Justin was saying that he doesn't trust him at all. Me, uh, yeah. I don't either, but it will be fun to see what he brings to the table as the brother of Thanos, because at this point we know like what Thanos is capable of. So they will assume Eros is like that, even though he's like also a schemer and a sweet talker and everything. He's not as evil as Thanos. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, Alex, you were getting ready to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, um, it, when you were talking about him being like a scientist or whatever, I was going to say, it's that very similar to like Jor-El of Krypton, Father yes. Superman thing, where yeah. he sees like the planet dying and then, you know, he tries to change the path and then it doesn't work. And then Thanos might just, you know, end up out on his own and then Titan, you know, yep. collapses. Yeah. So, Yeah, I like that because he is very clever, isn't he? Yeah. And, and where's he got that? Where's he got that intelligence from? Is he is he just born studying in the comics studying? You yeah, read yeah. And, and so so that kind of fits in with Jarin's idea. There, yeah. doesn't it? If he studied, yeah. and he did a lot of experiments to to understand stuff and how things work. Science and, and, a lot of experiments. And all of his weapons were done by were built by him, like with the power with the blasters and this and that were all done by him. That was one of that was one of the things that why his dad didn't like him because he kept building weapons, wasn't it? 
he kept he kept building weapons, didn't he? And Alars was was like you can't you know they didn't. They yeah, didn't yeah, weapons. because the Titan was a, a weaponless. Yeah, there would exist a planet, but it was like no, no, we need to build weapons. And he started it because they had like a. Uh, I may gonna put the foot in my mouth with this one, but they had like a massive computer, like yeah. that uh, yeah. that managed all the technology and man and newer people or oh. something like that. I don't know specifically, but he tried to control that. So I was gonna say it was called intelligence for a minute, but that was from Team America. <laughs> I don't remember. It was like a computer. I don't. Uh... Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was synergy. That was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, uh, excellent. Look, listen, we're uh, we're closing in on that time where we've got to wrap it up. Um, these people have got other things to do other than listen to us talk about Thanos. But um, it's been a really good conversation, um, and you can tell your um, your passion for this character, Bubs. And you can tell that it comes through, and that you've you, you're so excited when you talk about it, and you know you you go off on. I mean that for that initial little little sentence that you started. I say sentence was like four pages. You just sort of went and covered about everything in one go. So the point is, is that you can you can see that you can see your you know um, your passion. I like him. He's a complex character, and I like that. It's the same. I love Scarlet Witch. She's complex. There's so much we are going to learn about her. I just. I well, love complex characters. Get we got her backstory, and she oh, could be a villain. Doing get, get learning, get learning about Scarlet Witch, and you can come back on after Multiverse of Madness and talk about that one. Okay, it's a deal then. <laughs> um, look, thank you for thank you, Justin. That was some great insights from Justin today. So thank you for being part of that, Justin. That was good. Thank you to Jamie as always, and Fred, and Lisa, and Roxy, um, and everybody else that's been listening as well. Um, thank you for uh, supporting us and throwing in your your thoughts um guys any last words before we go nope just you'll find us in the usual spots um youtube twitch our facebook page our facebook group um twitter live stream as well and then for the replay we'll be in the group on the page and then also from our instagram account as well nice and then on all the audios apples itunes spotify yep. blah 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 excellent bobs thank you very much for joining us this thank week thank you Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Oh, I'll let you still feeling a bit sore, but he's <laughs> <laughs> good. He's good. He's good. And uh, uh, yeah, thank you, Jaron. Well done, guys. It's been a pleasure. Take care. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Why don't you tell him about the time we faced? All right. Well, as I remember, at Avenger headquarters.